When you buy a new house, you might say, Shut the front door. Winning. No, seriously, shut the front door. We own this house now. But you actually need to say, Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. The local State Farm agent is there to help you choose the coverage you need. Welcome to my crib. <laughs> no one says that anymore, but I don't care. So just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. You are now listening to That's Cornelius. I'm McGee. Special guest, returning champion, back in the house. Timmy Nebraska's here. You said back of the house. Right? Back in the house. Back oh, the back house. in the house. Back in the house. Um, we always start in the same place with the same question, my friend. What are we smoking today? Today we are smoking a little bit of a rare cigar. It is by a company called Caldwell. A lot of people have heard of, heard of it. It's yeah. a boutique cigar. Um, but at the same time, it's not... Um, it's pretty well known. Robert Caldwell did stop by. I got a chance to meet him. And then... Really, we did interview Alejandro from Cap, uh, from Caldwell Cigars. Uh, he's the uh, ambassador for Caldwell. Okay. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, we did interview him. Um, and they have a, I mean, they have a, a large portfolio of different cigars. Uh, this particular one that we're smoking, the last czar is, uh, it's a unique one. Um, it has a hybrid wrapper on it. So this, this wrapper that's on the cigar, you probably won't find this wrapper on any other cigar. It is a Connecticut, a Rapparaca Maduro wrapper. Wait, run that by me again? How do you pronounce that? <coughs> it is a Maduro Arapuraca. Arapuraca. Uh, no, it is a Connecticut Arapuraca Maduro wrapper. Okay. Hybrid. Okay. Um, has a lot of cedar, cocoa notes, a little peppery. Um, it's a little pricey. So it's not, uh, anytime so, you get something rare, the price definitely goes up on it. Yeah, so I should feel special. Definitely, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this is, I believe, we might, there was only 500 boxes of these ever made. Oh, wow. Uh, these are the, the last three in the one box, and I believe I have one more box. Excited. Yeah. Nice. It's a, it's a nice smoke. Um... Yeah, we're gonna try it out and light it up and see how see how it does what it do. Sounds good. So before we get into why Tim's here, mm -hmm. let's just let's just take a little minute and, and brag again, because mm -hmm. not only did we do well in the Super Bowl <coughs> several weeks ago, two weeks ago, mm -hmm. we had a guest last week, Maria Breeze. She gave us some guidance on betting the Oscars. And the one, you know, because we were talking about how most of the categories had a clear favorite, right? It, was, mm -hmm. it wasn't cost-effective to be gambling on those favorites. To put up 3500 to win 100 on Brad Pitt wasn't something we were doing. Okay? That's crazy. Mm -hmm. She said the one underdog she really liked was the director from 
Parasite, the okay. Korean director of Parasite, mm-hmm. and he was five to one. So I put a little something on it. Unfortunately, I got it at four fifty. So uh-huh. somebody obviously heard the podcast and beat me to the book. There you right? go. Yeah. Change the line. Move the line. Yeah. It's your guys' show. Moving lines. That's impressive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I bet it at plus four fifty, and it came in. So big up to Maria Breeze. Nice. Can't wait for next year. That was yes. awesome. That was really cool. Mm-hmm. And once again, if you're listening to and betting with the <laughs> Bet Your Ash podcast, you are making money. It's a, I it's like a, it. It's a, it's a, hedge fund. That's right. That's right. <laughs> All right. We need to slip our slip our call call tag in there with everything else on the stock exchange <laughs> and uh, get this thing rolling. Now, it's funny you brought that up actually because mm-hmm. I, I might not, I never did enough research on this, but, um. I believe it was a year, year and a half ago, um, when Nevada started allowing gambling hedge funds, mm. right? What yeah, they yeah. do. I remember when it came out. Mm. Now, I never really followed up on keeping an eye on these, but mm-hmm. the, the concept was you didn't have to be in Nevada. Mm-hmm. You could buy a piece of these groups, buy in and buy out, you know what I mean? Is there a sell out whenever you wanted to sell out mm-hmm. and your valuation would change, right? Just like... Any hedge fund or 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 or, or stock, right? Um, and basically every day or every, you know, when I'm assuming every day, mm-hmm. they send they send you a list of all the teams that you you should be rooting for. Right? Yeah, right. Um, and you know, it takes all the work out of it. But they were putting together groups of that both that use both analysis and traditional picking and etc. to pick. A variety of sports, you know, uh, uh, wagers, you know, on, mm-hmm. on your behalf. Um, I thought it was cool and brilliant, and it g- gave them kind of a workaround to let people out of the state involved, you know, in action. Um, but also, if you just want to have a little action at night on some sports, and you don't you don't really have the time to follow everything, mm-hmm. it seems like a good way to exactly. to get in. And they would always keep you know five to fifteen percent of the 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 total hold in play you know what I mean trying to build it and etc. Now was it actually on the stock exchange? No, I doubt it. No, no. Oh. I think it was just uh, it's like you no know, they always they talk about how they have the big time like the literally large best Super Bowls and stuff. Yeah. It's like the like the Chinese there's a Chinese like conglomerate of gamblers that do that too. Mm-hmm. If you can buy in with some of those big time guys, you know. Like, oh, which is, Ma- is Mattress Mac or Mattress right. Mike or whatever the hell's name is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, He puts big bets in. So if you just had, you know, $10,000 invested, give them to him and say, well, as you bet, just bet with my money also. And mm-hmm. then his, you would make the same percentage as he would make, basically. It's, yeah. Minus like, whatever his, like, fee is, you know. Right. Yeah. It's like yeah. buying a piece of a, of a poker player who's going to the World Series of Poker. Yeah. Hey, I'll put up. 50% of the buy-in, I get 35% of your winnings or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, that's something that happens. That's a, that's a regular thing. There's actually websites where you can buy pieces of, gam- of, of gamblers, specifically poker players, when they're going mm-hmm. into big tournaments. Well, then a long time ago, didn't they had that Arian Foster was the first one it was, they were going to do this with, but you could buy pieces of, of like, his license players' future future earnings and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I remember that. I don't know how that turned out either. Yeah. I never really followed up I on it. I never followed it up. I didn't hear mm-hmm. anything else about it except for Arian Foster was their first guy to sign yeah. with them. And so, he would get a, an advance or he would get a piece of the sales. To, um, I, I remember yeah. exactly what you're talking about. I never followed up on that either. 
Should we talked that? about that where, right when it happened. For yeah. like probably, I think we spent like a whole day probably just yeah. like bullshit about who you would buy and who you would, yeah, you know, who's, who's valuable, who's not. It made for a good combo. Um, all right, Tim's here. Yes. And Tim's here because it is basketball season. Mm. All right, and this is our basketball guy. I'm on fire lately. I'm 13 and 0 in two days. It's right. incredible. We'll get, we'll, <laughs> it's get incredible. We'll, we'll get into games. We'll get into games. But before we get into like the All Star break and stuff like that, I just wanted to talk a little bit about the trade deadline and like who got better, who got worse, who might have a chance to win now, or who doesn't, or whatever. You know what I mean? So, like, what were your reactions to the trade deadline? Well, first off, I mean, I didn't like the Nuggets trade. I didn't think you would either because they traded away a Florida State guy. Yeah, but if they're not going to re-sign him, well, yeah, I, I understand I think, getting yeah. something I, for I, an asset I, that you're going to lose. I, I would just have rather have seen them. So, so for a long time, people like the announcers and people keep talking about uh, how Gary Harris is eventually going to become the shooter that Gary Harris was you know, three years ago. And it's been long enough. I don't think that's going to happen. I mean, he's so a better defender than he, Malik. He would have been the better person. To I would trade. have rather have traded Harris or Barton. I get than, it. Than Beasley. I get it, but I don't think there's as much demand as there is for Malik Beasley. I think Malik I, Beasley is, I agree. is a stud, and was unfortunately we were too deep. You yeah, know what I mean? We were just too I deep agree with for that. Him to really develop. The only and the other reason I didn't like it mostly is because of the, all the injury problems. Like we kind of need to keep some a little bit more depth, and some of these PJ Dozier has been surprisingly good. I didn't really expect him to be that good. Yeah, he's kind of like. Uh, Sean Livingston kind of a player. He's six, back. Six, seven point guard, basically. He's back on the court tonight after being banged up. Yeah. yeah. Um, I thought the Blazers got better. They made a couple small moves, but they got better. Yeah. Um, I really thought there was going to be a bigger, bigger move mm-hmm. made right at the end of the deadline. It didn't really happen. Mm-hmm. I thought that Chris Paul might get moved, and that didn't happen. Well, they're playing well. They're going to yeah, be the ex- playoffs. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they're going to make the playoffs, and they have a billion picks for next year. Yeah, I just Ooh. expected him to get moved just because they, he was the one guy that was expected to get moved all season. And they've, yeah. ratcheted, they've ratcheted down to Chris Paul, but they've ratcheted down quite possibly three of the top ten players in the league right now. Oh, yeah. Durant. Well, well first Harding. Yeah. Durant, I mean yeah, Durant, and then Westbrook, right? Yeah, yeah. they're all gone. And they're, I mean, arguably, they're, they're probably you three, know definitely three of the top fifteen. Three of fifteen, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and now I, they're still in the championship. Well, well they're back in the like yeah. like last year with Westbrook, like they, mm-hmm. you know, they were fighting for the playoffs, and then they mm-hmm. got beat. Like they were, I think they needed a change. I just didn't think. I thought they were going to be two years of transitioning, right. getting rid of some of these contracts, using some of these yeah. picks and rebuilding, and trading Chris Paul as part yeah. of that mm-hmm. all. And I was wrong. Mm-hmm. What they did was they, you know, Iguodala wasn't coming. All right, he wasn't yeah. showing yeah, up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So him, basically, him and Jay Crowder for Justice Winslow. You know, what I mean? they they waived Dion Waiters. I mean, mm-hmm. they, I I mean, I think the Heat got better in that deal, oh, but I also okay. think that the OKC got a little younger. And a little, yeah. like, I think Justice mm-hmm. Winslow is a pretty good player. You know what I mean? He Great be, defender. He can be a piece of that team. And he's a younger, he's, he's kind of a younger Jay Crowder. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? In a lot of ways. He's a younger Jay Crowder. The Hawks so, got a lot better. I think the Hawks the got a lot better. Dwayne Dedman is a really underrated player. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you have Capella and Dedman and your Trey Young has obviously been stellar. 
and their rookie is, is not Barrett. It's the other dude from Duke. Um, no, Cam Reddish. Reddish. That's, Reddish. Yep. Yeah, I always forget his name for some It's all right. It's right. Um, but, yeah, that, I mean, the, the Hawks are a threat. I mean, a threat for what? A threat to be the eight seed in the well, in, but in we like in the future, they're kind of set up to, sure. to be able to build pretty easily. Yeah, it's weird saying this, but like OKC and Atlanta have very bright futures. So yeah. you know what I mean? It's very, it's very strange saying. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I, you know, I just kind of feel that if you're saying that on one side, then on the other side, you have to say, after all these years, is it really? okay for Houston to whip out a science kit project and say, hey, I know what we're going to do. Uh, we're going to, you know. know. But, you, like, but, so but did you see him last night? Have you been yeah, 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 yeah. So and part of that is that Westbrook, we both have the same opinion. We both are not big Russell Westbrook fans. Yeah. I'm not a big Harden fan either. Mm-hmm. I just don't like to watch him play. It's mm-hmm. not fun to watch him on TV. Or it's not just not fun at all. <laughs> um... But you get Capella out of the lane, and Westbrook can run in there with his elbows up. <laughs> That's just what he does every time, anyway. Yeah. And just has less crowded space. Mm-hmm. When they beat the Lakers the first game that they did that, I was I was I was pretty hard on the Lakers. I was like, six points isn't that much. We'll see how it goes. Anthony well, Davis that goes here to dominate, and they just got but you, housed. But, but you know what? Once again, that goes. You know, you, so we we talk about. Sports. We talk about basketball, right? And, and this is what we talk and we observe. There are people, 10 hours a day, that pick things apart. Yeah. And trust me, someone on Houston said that the West is going through L.A. Yeah. This How are we out. going to be? And they yep. came up with it, and they says, "Hey, you know what? You uh, Anthony Davis is great. He's he, he's he's that in a bag of chips. Guess what? Let's put a lot of short people running really fast around him and well, see how quick he can move." Well, the real thing, the way that this could work, I don't know mm-hmm. if it will. But the way that it could work is if it pulls. The plan is to pull the the defensive big man out oh. of the paint. Mm-hmm. Which frees up the space for Harden and Westbrook to do what they do best. Yeah, exactly. Like, theoretically, I get it. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily know if it'll work or not. Mm-hmm. But there's going to be some games where they just drop 140. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, there's going to be some mm-hmm. games where it does work. But I don't know if it's going to win there's consistently. There's also four be series. Some games where four they... series. Four games, yeah. Four, so, game, four, four seven-game series to win the championship. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know if they can win four seven-game series against the best teams, you know? Um, there we'll might see. there we'll might see. be some games that they shoot 15% from the three, and they shoot 50, 55 of them. Yeah. And right. they get housed by 34. Right. Yeah, that's true. The right. game that they cold. lost to the Suns, Westbrook didn't play. And yeah. without Westbrook in, without Westbrook to, to drive in the basket like that, mm-hmm. Harden's not as aggressive as Westbrook is just going to the bucket. Mm-hmm. And when Westbrook didn't play, they looked really, really bad. Yeah. They looked really yeah. bad. We'll yeah. see if it works, but there's a lot of people's jobs riding on it. And here's it right now. And then, like, if this doesn't work, oh, yeah. they, you're going to see administrative changes, coaching oh, staff yeah, changes, yeah, yeah. player changes, yeah. wholesale changes. Exactly. Because, they, you know, they're all much, in right now. They're all they're, in. They're all they're in. They, yeah. they, they are all oh, in right now. There is too much invested oh, in success yeah. immediately. You exactly. Know? Exactly. And I, and I don't <laughs> even know if a Western Conference appearance is, I mean, a finals appearance is okay. I mean, they need to be in the playoffs. They need to be, they need to be in the, the finals. Yeah. For sure. You think, yeah. if, how are they going to beat Milwaukee if they play Milwaukee in the finals? 
Well, like that, is, that, it's, a, it's a crazy matchup. This That's is one of the things matchup. I want to talk about. Are we sure Milwaukee's going to be in the finals? I mean, no, they look no, great no, right no. now. You're, you're not sure. But I think Miami just got a lot better. Because they got Iguodala yeah. and Jay Crowder, and they, which means they got extra veteran presidents, guys that have been there. You know what I mean? That means a lot. And, and when you got young young talent running up and down, you got Jimmy Butler, who's just a stone-cold killer. Now you got some serious guidance, some serious right. veteran guidance in right. both Crowder and, and Iguodala. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the city seems to be buying in. You know what I mean? Oh, like yeah. it's, And Bam is surprisingly better yeah, than he was yeah. last year. And those and two nobody, rookies Nobody they got, knew who Kendrick Nunn was. Kendrick Nunn and... Uh, Tyler Hero. Now, yeah. Hero's a little banged up, but he should be fine. Uh, you know, He's mm-hmm. pulled for the all-star stuff, but yeah, um, but well, be back that's one of the things I want to talk to you about. Like, you've been going, you've been hitting well the last few days. I've been doing really well in the NBA for about two, two weeks, week and a half, two weeks now. My question is, like, I want to keep winning on my, my, <laughs> my daily wagers. Oh, yeah, yeah. What team is going to come out of this break, like, well-rested? Mm-hmm. Like, Who's benefiting the most from the All Star so break? Right I would now? go. That's what I'm trying I, to say. I would go the opposite way, and I I think that the the Raptors are going to fall off in the second part of the season. I, I kind of agree. Yeah, with I think so. I think that's the They've one been that's like overperforming or, yeah. or out out kicking their coverage or whatever yeah. cliche you want to use. Like mm-hmm. they they it's great. I like watching Siakam. You know, Neil was calling it last year in the playoffs. He's like, this Siakam guy is the future. You know what I mean? Like this, yeah. it's serious what they've been doing, but I don't think they can keep it up. They're gonna have to. They're gonna need a year or so to revamp around him, and know? maybe even another piece. Oh, for sure. Yeah, maybe I, even another piece. Yeah. And with I, that being said, with that being said, over there in the East, um, it's like you know. Have you ever, have you ever taken out a date, and you're like, after the first drink, and you know that she's good for about six or seven, right? And after the first drink, you say to yourself, uh-oh. Yes. And then after the yeah. second drink, you're like, oh, <laughs> shoot. Third drink, oh, fourth. Man. And it's like the slow. Uh, I've uh, done it before. Uh, <laughs> I texted Tim and said, call my phone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, oh, I, I got yeah. what? I got to handle what right now? All right. I'm saying, listen, honey, yeah. have another. Yeah, yeah have, have another. I got to go, oh, right? And that's kind of the feeling I get with uh, Philly. It's, it's, you know, it's like, you know, it was all those years of, and they got the picks, and now they, 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 and and now it's gotten there, and it's like, it's like, oh, this is it, and you know, and you know this is the year, you know this is the year, and you know it's not going to happen. It's not, well, and part of the issue is, I I thought this was weird to begin with, Ben Simmons and Embiid are just not a compatible duo. Yeah. They're, right. Ben Simmons he doesn't spread the floor and Embiid's in his way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah you're or, or the right. other way around. Yeah. Yeah. Embiid's yeah, other way around. Embiid has the ball and Simmons guy in the way. They're right. going to choose this offseason between yeah. the two and they're going to build around the one. And that was kind of the goal of the process. Go get five first picks you know, in a row and one of them is going to be an all-star <laughs> forever. You know, and they're going to build around like the, with the mistake in the process I always thought was they took uh, Nerlens Noel. Yeah. Yeah. Also, they, I mean, they took the three centers in a row pretty much when they yeah. could have drafted D'Angelo Russell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I was like, what are you guys doing? He got doing? traded last week, too. He what did. about he did. him and Carl, uh, Carl Anthony Towns together? Mm-hmm. Apparently, they're homies. Apparently, mm-hmm. they, they wanted to play together. Yeah, Anthony Carl Anthony Towns met him at the airport with his jersey and all stuff. Yeah. He, it was freezing cold in Minnesota. And, <laughs> and Anthony Towns stayed out there, like, cheering the for his The two guy. of them bought a ton of tickets just to give out to people all around the city. Like, they're yeah. trying to be like, hey, new Timberwolves right here, you know? Uh, oh, right. the team that we didn't mention this whole thing. The Warriors getting Andrew Wiggins. This might be a really good thing next year. Well, like they might be stellar. Next what's year. great is that they're gonna have a top three pick in this draft. So they have, yeah. they're completely doing the San Antonio thing. When they're David Robinson gonna, got hurt, they get Tim Duncan. They're right back at the top. You they're know, just gonna they're, it up. Yeah. they're gonna be good again next year. And <laughs> by going under the luxury tax this year, it resets the escalator on the tax. Right. So next yep. year they only have to pay the the small tax, and mm-hmm. then you know it, it gives them five years. It gives them a five year window. Where where is uh, <laughs> where does uh, Penny Hart uh, Memphis right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Who's that guy who didn't play? Uh, admit uh, he was supposed to play, but. Oh, it's um, Wiseman. Yeah, w- uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Wiseman. 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 Right. Yeah, he's gonna be the number one. He's thing. him yeah. or or the Ball brother, who's been in, yeah, that's been a, in Australia. That's a really good chance of that. He has gotten really. He has gotten. He has grown like six oh, inches. Yeah, he's like he's so tall now. And he plays the guard. And he's still. Oh God, he's good, dude. He's he he's going to be the best of the three brothers. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I and I you know I, I still I still root for that family. You know what I mean? Like right, I still want to see right. those three do well. Well, we we just said about Philly, right? We just said Philly is going to lose one of the two next year. Right? I think so. There there'll be some sort of crazy. Trade. And I'm pretty sure. It, it's Embiid. It, it's got to be. Embiid wants out. I mean, he's already been hurt. He's all, you know, I mean. And I don't think they'll be able to get full value for Ben Simmons. Right. You know what I, I mean? I think, I think they Simmons, could get yeah. good value for Embiid. But I think that Simmons has more trade value. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I, I would I say so. I think he's yeah. a more valuable trade piece yeah. for I can see team. Simmons in this league 10, 12, I mean, 12 years from now. I cannot see Embiid in because this. Of the knees. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think he's got Ala maybe. Yao Ming. He only got a ten year run. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. I think he's got six years yeah. at best. And and, and I'm happens saying with a lot of those tall guys. Tall guys. Yeah. And after three and after three or four more years, you're going to see a great decline in his ability so to play. This is my concern with Zion. He's a big boy, and when you're jumping that much and mm-hmm. coming down with that extra weight, yeah. like I think he's. I think you know he's got maybe a third contract, but but he doesn't have twenty years. You know what I mean? Well, like not, yeah. maybe he has a twelve year twelve year career. You know. Yeah. Um, and so, I think that happens a lot with the bigger guys. But then he, there goes he's a, fun to watch right now. Man. Oh, yeah. God, yeah. God, he's but there's a great. He's just schooled. He's just schooled, Parlin. He gets oh, yeah. in, he gets inside yeah. people's chest before they have a chance to react. I, I mean, like it's, it. It's so quick. I like it. Uh-huh. And then he and then. On the, a couple of his blocks, man, he just explodes to the. I mean, somebody does a spin move, uh, drops back to you know a, like a small range jumper, and he he's not even on him, and he ex, he explodes to where they're shooting and just blasted into yeah. the fans, you know. It's great. Um, and th- and that might be a great. They've got money. That may be a great spot for him. That would be a wild. That would be a wild pair. Wild pair. Two of them. You think so? I don't. I don't. I think that the the the, the I think two. You, the two you saying Portland is like really intriguing. It's dude because Lil, yeah, yeah, Lillard yeah, it, together it could be, be bananas. Oh yeah. And, oh no no no! It would be. And Whiteside's not going to be there very long. No, his contract. Yeah. He is one yeah. year there probably. His contract. I won't keep him. I think. I think this is last year. I think it'll. 
I mean, like the odds are obviously his home. He's homies with Drew Butler, so like he, he might want to be in South Beach, whatever. Mm-hmm. But like I, I could see him going to the Knicks because his agents are now running the Knicks. Like that's mm-hmm. the thing they have. That's why you hire agents mm-hmm. is because they have relationships, right. you know, and you get access to those relationships. Mm-hmm. It's working for the Lakers with Palinka. It's working with um, uh, uh, who's the other team that just hired an agent to run shit. Uh, why am I spacing? It was the Kings. Not the Kings. It was the... I forget now, too. I just read this, like, yesterday or something, yeah. too. <laughs> and all three of us go, quiet. <laughs> <laughs> dead but air, yeah. man. Dead air. But, yeah. but, but uh, that's a next year thing. But this yeah. year, they're <laughs> definitely in the seven drink of <laughs> a bad date uh, oh, scenario. Yeah. And, and it's just hard to watch because Philly has been through so much, you know, and, and, and I... They're the, it's like they, I think last year was their, that was they got, really their they chance. Was like they, that, they had a chance to get there, it was close, and then they just couldn't put it together. Yeah. I'm an idiot. Bob Myers. Yes. Yeah. Right? Yes. Just, just what he's done in Golden State has been amazing yes. over the last five years. Mm-hmm. And a big part of the reason is he came in with connections all throughout the league. Well, yeah. With well, players and other agents and et cetera. So right. when you're recruiting a guy, when you're trying to sign a contract with a guy, you already have rapport. Right. You know what I mean? And that's a big thing. When you're picking a guy who's just like a, a an, an analyst, mm-hmm. right, who's just been studying mm-hmm. spreadsheets, right. they don't necessarily have a pre-existing relationship with the people they need to have pre-existing right. relationships with yeah. to make deals. The you know? connection right. is a big part of it. Or they're business sports. guys that are just like, no, this is the value, and they're right. firm about it, and they don't and understand kinda, the give and take and how yeah. you got to deal with the same people over and over, so you got to have good relationships and yeah. whatever. You know? And I kind of think that's the reason why Phil Jackson did not do that well, is because he's, you know, people wanted to come to play for the Bulls. People wanted to come to play for the Lakers, right? Yeah, but, so he, <laughs> he he was just he was on accounts receivable. He wasn't on accounts gettable, accounts payable, yeah, yeah. right? People were like coming to him. And then him be all of a sudden being in charge of the Knicks and they can't get a hold of him because he's chilling on the beach. And know? that too. Yeah, yeah well that too. Yeah. Like, but he, he <laughs> doesn't have those type of connections <laughs> where people I mean not with the not with the uh, administration in the, the front office of yeah. these places. There were actually um, uh, agents and players that actually reached out, you see what I'm saying, yeah. to the Bulls and not, you know, like, hey, let's do this deal. I mean, think about it. How many how many trade deals, and that's something to think about, Bulls and Lakers included. I know that there were some, some trade deals, but I'm just saying, how they weren't like these. How many, think, how many offers do you think Phil Jackson has reviewed in his time as a head coach and a GM? Yeah, probably yeah. hundreds and hundreds. There was they yeah. do a lot more free agent signings. Well, that's what I'm they saying. Were doing they, trades. They didn't. They didn't. It wasn't a lot of tra- at like, least in LA. You know what I mean? Yeah, Chicago actually, too, yeah. though. I mean, but Chicago. So yeah. I mean, they didn't get rid of in Chicago. They didn't get rid of. I think Horace. No, Horace Grant left. I think. I can't remember, but I, my point is there wasn't a ton of of earth chattering, you know, trades. trades. No, there no. were free agent signings. Yeah, yeah. Rodman was a signing. I mean, think about this. I said for years before he got hurt that um, played with Cleveland. Um, he had a, price? He had a stuttering problem. That's what I can remember about. Not, wow. Not Harding, but uh, oh, um, uh, not. Uh, 
I can see him right now. We're horrible at this game. Uh, but he played. He, he yeah, played with Cleveland. He blew out his knee. I said that he, when him and Jordan were both playing against each other on the court, I was uh, Ron Harper. Oh right? yeah, yeah. I, I said, wow, this guy is actually given. Jordan. I mean, that's why they and, went and got him. And, and it, no, well, and, and Ron Harper was great with the Clippers for a long time. Yeah, and he actually just—that was. I think I'm pretty sure that was a free agent signing. Yeah, he had some knee had injury problems, and he was getting he was free agent, and yes, yeah. went inside the Bulls. Jordan would go sit Jordan. on the bench, and Ron Harper would take over, and they wouldn't miss a beat. Well, yeah. there was a story about Jordan he just put in about, about Jordan right. um, talking about how the hardest person to play against for him was Ron Harper because Ron Harper would just D him up all day. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's anybody anybody that Jordan's saying is a great defender is a really really great defender. <laughs> He's a right. good defender, right? 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 So you know, eventually the Knicks are going to make the, the Knicks have to get good again somehow, right? The, the, the New York Knicks can't be bad for thirty years. <laughs> Or twenty, you know, twenty. Hey, They've been hey, bad hey, for a hey, long here's, time. Hey, here's, 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 here's a oh, wow. <laughs> here's, here, yeah, here's, here's a point yeah, there. Yeah. But you think he's never going to sell it? He runs no. it into the ground. He, he blames other people for everything. He fires every fucking. He kicks ex players out of the out of the yeah. stadium. Yeah. 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 I mean, he's you know. a real piece of shit. Yeah, I mean, it, it, let, let's think about it this way. They did not. They had a team that, in most any other era over a three-year span, would have won a championship. And what I'm talking about is when Jordan was playing, Patrick Ewing, Starks, um, Oakley slash Mason, uh, Mason Larry slash... Johnson, oh, Grandma, oh. Anthony, or, uh, uh, and Alan Houston. Alan Houston. Anthony and Charlie Ward. Alan Houston still has the prettiest jumps I've ever seen in my life. Oh, he just yeah. looks so yeah. good. Him and Rice. Um, Charlie Ward. Uh, Rice. The only Heisman Glenn Trophy. Glenn Rice. Yeah, yeah. The only Heisman Trophy winner to ever play in the NBA. Charlie Ward. Charlie Ward. <laughs> he was cool, too. He was cool in college. Go Nulls. <laughs> But, but yeah, so I mean, the podcast go Knowles from Greg. <laughs> Actually, you know, and that's really what it is. It's really, it's really like <clears throat> you've had that chance to be the absolute best. And I will argue that some of those teams that in that two three year span that that might have been. I know that there was other times that they actually did win. I'm not debating, but I'm just saying. Those teams that did not win were probably some of the best Knicks teams ever. Yeah. ever. You, and, you, and they still didn't win. That's hard. That's hard to swallow. Well, Jordan, Jordan, is you, you, huh? Jordan, Jordan. You can say, <laughs> you can say those same things about a lot of teams. Pacers? Jordan played the Pacers, yeah, the Knicks. Yeah. Oh yeah. Pacers. I mean, the Utah Jazz had some really good teams. Oh, the think Utah about Jazz. how many more the Rockets would have won. The Rockets. Uh, maybe two more. Maybe the Spurs. The, the Magic with Penny and Shaq, they had their chance, and then they just... Yeah, they, well, they, they beat them. They did beat them. No. The, well, well, they beat them to go, but they lost in the finals. Then they, right? Yeah, then they, and then they screwed away their well, one that chance. Was, that was like the year that Jordan came back and yeah, like played yeah. like with 12 regular season games yeah. in the playoffs. Yeah, he came back. And then after that, he came back. He was like, it's and then over. It was, yeah, We're it's back. Over. Yeah, <laughs> like, We're right. going to do another three-peat, and then maybe you guys can get back and, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. But, but, yeah, I mean, they had their best shot. And, you know, and think about all, like, all those names we just mentioned. And there's some 
even some people man, on the bench that we man, didn't even mention. The, the Blazers with when they had Clyde Drexler and Sabonis back then too, they were really good. And they they, they could never get out with the hump either. They, you know, they just they, yeah, it's just yeah. some of those teams, those ninety, some of those ninety teams were just amazingly good, man. Yeah, yeah. So let's get back to my hot streak and okay. staying on it. Who's gonna come out of this All Star break motivated and? Who's gonna come besides besides the the Toronto maybe taking a dip post All Star break dip? Who's gonna come up? Because there's only like thirty games left. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. you know what I mean. It's sprint time because like, they don't play. They don't do the All Star break halfway. No, 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 no. It's um, not baseball. I would. I mean, it sounds kind of it makes sense to me. I guess the Nuggets, man, because if the Nuggets get healthy, if they're if they have a little break, they have, they get healthy, and like Joker doesn't do this load management thing. He no, plays no, no. every game. Yeah, he yeah, plays yeah, yeah. 40 minutes a game almost. Yeah, if him, yeah. he gets a little break. He plays the all-star game, but really it's not like he's working his ass off or nothing like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Jamal gets his, gets his ankle healthy. Porter Jr. healthy. Harris healthier. Millsap back, but he could probably use a little, little work in for a little bit, you know. And yeah. The Nuggets might be the team that, that might be starting to cover spread. That's what I want to hear, baby. Let's take a quick break. And then we will maybe talk about some picks for the All-Star break, some props for the All-Star break, so maybe some ways we can make money before the end of the break, you know? Mm-hmm. All right. Dude, we still have to find a backyard or campsite or someplace where we can fire up one of the chimneyas from that's, One Log Fire. That's flame, son. That's flame. <laughs> Um, <laughs> That's what he said. I met a young guy from New York a few years back, and that he said that like a million times in a conversation. That's flame, son. Well, right now, one log fire is flame. That's flame, son. One log fire is a miniature single-use chimney. It's perfect for camping, small gatherings, or to create some ambiance while enjoying your favorite cigar on a cool evening or a cold evening because snow is happening right now in Denver, and I don't like it. Um, it's about two hours of burn time. One of these things. Were you with me when we fired one up at one of those parties in the mountains a few years ago when I had a when, case of them? I think when I you, think so. that when you, there was a DJ do off the car battery? Yeah, yeah that yeah, was yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, hey, sometimes you got to get creative on how to power up the turntables. But it lasts about two hours, and you got plenty of time to enjoy your favorite cigar or, or whatever you got aging in your humidor. And if you go to onelogfire.com and you use the promo code BETYOURASH, all one word, mm-hmm. uh, at, the, at the checkout, you'll get 10% off your order. So uh, get a couple, get a case, throw them in the garage for when you're having people over, light one up outside for everybody that wants to go out for a cigar, maybe a, a bottle of wine with your lady on a nice evening, whatever. These are, uh, these are really cool. So just check them out, onelogfire.com. Um, how are we gonna make some money on this all star break? <laughs> we got we got a, we got a dunk contest. We got a three point contest. We got a skills challenge. We got a rising stars game. We got an all star game. So lay it on me. Did man. you? All right. So let's start, let's do the skills challenge first. That's the least exciting of all. Mainly kind of right. Yeah. Um, I won't watch. Uh, the, re- the defending champ is Spencer Dinwiddie, I believe. From the, the Brooklyn, uh, from the Nets. Brooklyn Nets. Also local Colorado guy here. 
He's from Colorado? Yeah, he went to CU, too. Oh, I knew that um, he went to CU, actually, now that you say it. That's right. <coughs> um, is he the, the only CU Buffalo in the league uh, in the association? Trey Burke is. is oh, that's CU right. also. Trey Burke was... Um, I thought, no, Trey Burke went to Michigan. Alec Burke. Alec, Alec Burks. Burke. Alec Burks. Never heard of him. He plays for the he played for the Jazz. I remember him now. I don't know where he plays now. Yeah, Trey Burke went to Michigan. Though. Yeah, yeah. It's I get those guys because they were both on the Jazz for a while. There was Trey Burks or Trey Burke and Alex Burks. Okay. Um, who else is in it? Uh, Tatum. Oh, I like that. I I would my pick would be Jason Tatum. Yeah. I have the odds pulled up here. <laughs> is this a three point? No, this is the skills challenge where oh, they pass, yeah. they they get the shot, they run down the dribble, tandles. It's a whole bunch. Of it's Chris guys. Middleton. DeMontis Sabonis, which is plus 700, which is a pretty good value bet. Yeah. That guy has got all the skills, really. For a big guy, for sure. Uh, Jason Tatum is plus 450. Okay. Uh, Patrick Beverly is plus 700. Defense Dinwiddie. is an account in the no, no. challenge. No. Okay, so uh, I don't know about Beverly. Uh, Dinwiddie is, re- is the re- returning champion at plus 290. Your uh, Neil's guy, Siakam, is in there, plus 450. Bam. And Bam is plus twelve hundred. That actually is surprising high. I thought he would be a little lower than that. Huh. And uh, Shea Gilgis Alexander is in there plus four hundred. If you're putting, if you're putting some money of your own on it, who do you like? I like Tatum. Yeah, I personally like Tatum. I think that he's. I mean, it, he's so good. At he's basketball. he's got all the skills. He can shoot. He passes. He's a good ball handler. He's fast. Because yeah. some of that's based on speed. You know. He had a slow start to the season, but he's been looking really good the last. Few oh weeks. yeah. Um, but that one's, I mean, that one's not that exciting. It's just, I mean, okay. it's not something I want to watch. Next. That. Uh, dunk contest. Yeah. Now this is, Aaron Gordon is the favorite. Dwight by, Howard's going to win. I, I like D. Howard also in this. Apparently Kobe was going to be part of this dunk. He had agreed to it before he passed away. And you didn't get a chance to see him. So D. Howard had, uh, had an interview thing the other day talking about how he went back through all of Kobe's dunks to see which ones would fit to him and what he could tweak to make it more of a uh, dunk contest like showcase thing. And Howard is the this is the long shot at plus five hundred. I like D. Howard to win it also. I mean I wouldn't put a lot on there or nothing like that, but but he's he's my go to guy for dunk contest. Mm. The backup guy, uh if you want to not I mean Aaron, Aaron Gordon's plus one twenty five, Derek Jones plus one fifty there's going to be some sort of incredibly sympathetic tribute to Kobe, and it's going to be... That's what I thought, like, I don't see anybody winning other than Dwight Howard. The surprising guy that's in the dunk contest, Pat Connington from the Bucks, And, like, I haven't seen that guy dunk a lot of times in games. <laughs> so, like, I don't know. Yeah, he was saving it up for the dunk he, Yeah, maybe he's, the, uh, he's the, the dark horse. Yeah, I mean, I, I seen him do have a tip dunk last week. That was pretty cool. Huh. But I, I mean, he's we'll just see. not the guy I would bet on. He's the other. He's a less what? of a long shot than Howard. I, you may have just said it, but what are the odds for Dwight Howard? Plus five hundred. Oh, I'm, I think I'm putting a little something on that. I like it. Yeah. What about the three point contest? Because that's usually that's the more exciting thing to watch. So it's it cuts to down to the end. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Uh, I mean, the guy that I like to win it is is the longest shot again. <laughs> uh, it's kind of a weird pick, but I like Devontae Graham, the Hornets. Yeah, why? Uh, man, he was a great shooter at Kansas. Just a set shot. He's a guy that doesn't really jump a lot, so if he doesn't get worn out, 
True. The other guy that is would be my guy to pick it to win it. The, the favorite is Joe Harris, that's also a returning champion. Yeah, I remember last year. That was crazy. But Damian Lillard's got to be the guy. <laughs> I mean, like... Is he in it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. He's plus, he's plus 400. I might put a little something on Dame Lillard. And Devontae Graham is plus 1,200. Dame Dollar to make me dollars. I like it. What, so, are, the, what are the requirements? Hit lots of threes? Well, no, I mean, to even get in this. Well, you get, they get Zach invited. Zach Levine is in it. Um, they get invited. Um, oh, they get invited. And part of it's because like they try to get one player from every team in the All-Star. Like, different. Different. different yeah, 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 yeah. So if there's a, like Zach Levine, there's not another There's not another bowl in the... Anything. I'm not going to reveal any sources or anything, but I got a guy in Chicago with connections to the team. Mm-hmm. Apparently, they just checked out on that coach. Oh, yeah, they it just completely it checked good. out. Like, they just don't want to play for him. You know? It doesn't look good. That's another one of those they teams. Have you good, just they have talent. Gets they have talent, and like they just don't want to play for him. Uh, they have a good coaching change you could really see... A jump going into next good next season. Well, they could go have a serious jump in win total from this year to next year. Lori Markkinen was playing great for a while, he doesn't and now he just doesn't even want to play. Yeah, yeah he, he just is not feeling it. Yeah. But I would definitely take uh, Lillard for a little bit, of, like for some money. And then if you want to put a small wager on Devontae Graham, plus twelve hundred is a big number, and he really does have a, be a decent shot to win it. All right, are there any spots in the actual All Star because? Rising Stars is irrelevant. Yeah, yeah. Any in the actual All Star game, like I know the side I like. I like obviously I like the LeBron roster to blow out the Giannis roster because Giannis seemed to want to pick a team for like a playoff run and not for like an All Star <laughs> game. You know what I mean? He, he was like, we gotta make sure we got perimeter defenders on our squad. You know? yeah, it doesn't yeah. really make sense. That, for that really the thing we mentioned a little ago was uh, I like was, I like Team LeBron to, to blow out the game and cover whatever it, spread. It, I don't yeah. know. We don't know what the spread is yet. Obviously, yeah. Um, I would expect this spread to be one of the larger, half, one of the larger right. ones in I, any All Star game. Yeah, I looked back at the old All Star game spreads, and the biggest one I found was eleven, and that was like there were some years where the West was just completely more talented in every way, and yeah. like mm-hmm. eleven points is a lot for an All Star game. And the West covered. They won by like twenty nine or something. This could be nine and a half. Yeah, it could be thirteen. I mean, it could be something crazy. <laughs> right, I like Team so, LeBron so, a lot. So the starters are Anthony Davis, <laughs> James Harden, Kawhi Leonard, Luka Doncic, yeah. and LeBron James. That's like literally if we had a real, <laughs> a real like intergalactic Space Jam situation. That's who I want to put up <laughs> yeah. against the and, and, and if you, and if you <laughs> those are my guys. Yeah, exactly. And if you had to pick from the current NBA, yeah, that would it. be it. Oh, they, oh, yeah. The only person that isn't on there is um, Giannis, but he's a team. He's the, <laughs> he's team. the, he's the captain, captain for the other. Side. I'm like, what? Did, did they give LeBron five picks to his one? Uh, you know? <laughs> oh no, Giannis, you you count for one. So you got to wait for him to pick five. Then you can pick five. Who are the other four starters on Giannis's team? Joel Embiid, Pascal, uh, Siakam, Kimball Walker, and Trey Young. It's not horrible. I mean, but it's so much more of like a season-long great team. Yeah, you know what I mean. Than an all-star great team. And, it, and it's, I mean, each position is greatly, greatly slanted. And none know? of these guys are gonna like they're they're great defenders, and they're not gonna play defense because mm-hmm. it's the all-star game. 
Yeah. So well, so one of the one of the prop bets that I almost always bet it, and I'm not sure what the lines are like now yet, you know. But uh, I always bet like over the number, whatever the line is, the number of threes made. Yeah. Because like just you're, it's gonna away. be just insane, right? But well, surprisingly, dunks is that one? I'm sure you I'm can sure probably get that on there. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. we. Yeah. They'll probably be released tomorrow, like or Friday or morning, Friday morning, yeah. something like we'll, that. We'll, we'll, I, I bet you that's out there. And I would probably say for the, this is surprising. Also, I don't know what the over-under is going to be yet. Um, I went back and looked. We lost last year when we took the over because they inflated it so much from the year before. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I would expect that it would do the same thing this year because th- so. there's been so many. It might be like a 313 over-under or something yeah. like that. might be the year to take the under. Because there's a, most of the, like, the last you know five, eight years of NBA All-Star games have been like a 152, one something, you know. It's yeah, always, always around huge. 300 a lot. And I but we think lost that, last year. We bet the over and long because we used to assume well, they'll go over again. And it was like three oh seven or something and, last and year. We missed we, it by we, a couple points. Yeah, we missed it. So, the year before though, we crushed on I mean, the over because I, it was like two eighty. Okay, yeah. Here, yeah. Like, house. I, I just want to point this out. Okay. Just look at the reserves, okay? I mean, look at the reserves, that's, right? That's where the big-time difference yeah, is. Yeah, too. look at uh, the reserves for LeBron's team is Chris Paul, Damian Lillard, Nikola Joker, uh, Ben Simmons, uh, DeMontis Sabonis, uh, Jason Tatum, and Russell Westbrook. Yeah, they, <laughs> they're phenomenal. Now, On the other side, is this doesn't really match up. Why uh, doesn't the NBA do a U.S. versus the world? Format or North America? I think they tried the that one year, right? Didn't they? Didn't they do something like that because the, the Rising comes, Stars Challenge. I know they originally do. was yeah. that. There's so much international talent in the league; it's becoming mm-hmm. such a global sport. Embrace it, yeah. You know, embrace mm-hmm. it. Like you guys, I mean, every at least once in off season, we have the conversation. How I say they need to have the European division, and right. they need to be started having more teams oh, yeah. outside. The planes are getting faster, yada yada. Like. Like, that, that's coming. Like, the NBA is a global sport. and You know what they could do? They, I mean, it doesn't even have to, because, you know, a lot of these players have very long seasons with um, teams here in the U.S. and teams abroad. You know, I mean, they have long seasons and whatnot. They could do, it doesn't even have, it could be a 20-game, 16, it could be 20 games, right? And it doesn't even have to be every year. It could be every other year. Right, um, international club, an international club tournament. Exactly, that would be awesome. They did a, a basketball championship tournament, not like a like was it six years ago, eight years ago, mm-hmm. but it didn't really go that well because they didn't really like promote it, and it was the timing of it wasn't really that great. Cause I it, bet you that comes in a couple years. Like mm-hmm. we're seeing the NBA Africa about to take off. Right, they're mm-hmm. gonna have an eight team league. They already have. You know the the Euro League, which is great. Mm-hmm. They have the China League, like the, the Chinese League, the Australian, right? The Australian series is league. getting serious. You take the champion from each of those team, each of those international leagues, mm-hmm. and like three NBA teams, and you do a big single elimination tournament. So it doesn't take forever. Right. You do it in pick an international city that's good for hosting events. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it would be great. I think yeah. that'd be really cool. Yeah. Well, I think that'd be really cool. You put it in Moscow, or you put it in, you know, somewhere in Latin America or wherever, and mm-hmm. I think that'd be really cool. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. That would be neat, actually. That'd be really cool. Yeah. That'd just be a fun yeah. thing to watch. So, because, like, that, it's a better, you can make a better format than, like, the Olympics, because the, 
The Olympic basketball thing isn't really that fun to watch. Well, those are international teams, and that's cool. Mm-hmm. But this would be international clubs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where mm-hmm. teams have played together. You know, you get the team. I forget the name of that team from Tel Aviv that's always always crushes. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, you get, Real, like I said, Real Madrid, or, you know, from the Euro League, et cetera. I think that would be really cool. So you're, what you're saying is, is an all-star team by continent? No, what I'm saying is oh, clubs. By Teams that are already send the Rockets and the you know like the Wizards and like I don't know the 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 the, the Jazz mm-hmm. and the the best team from the Euro League and the best team from the NBA Africa and mm-hmm. the best club team from China <coughs> and the best club team from Australia and the yeah, best I club team you. from the we'll Russian get, League. We we'll get Marbury and Chinese Shack back in there. And you do a twelve team or a sixteen <coughs> team bracket. Right. You know, I think that would be cool. And you sell it, and you just sell it to Amazon. You yeah. you distribute it through Apple. You know what I mean? And it's a whole other contract. It's outside of the existing uh, media rights deals. You know, it's extra money. You know, for all these teams. And I think it would be really good for the players to be promoting their brands internationally. Right. You know, think about let's say it's in Paris, and all of a sudden the Jazz are in it, and Rudy Gobert is. The He's just the mayor of, yeah, of the yeah. city. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I think that would be cool. You know, but, I think but, it'd be really cool. But see, so you're talking about Rockets or Lakers, yeah. or but the problem is, you take you do it in lieu of summer league. But what I'm saying you is, you take those three teams out of the summer league and put them in that international thing. Yeah, but if you take some of those players that you're mentioning are some of the best players on the teams here in... Yeah. So if you take... No, they're not on the international team. There's very few players. There's no players. It's not like the WNBA, uh-huh. where in the offseason, the WNBA stars are playing in over overseas. Nobody does that anymore. Right. Very right. few. Right. Right. So it, you would take but, but what I mean teams. is... So like Dallas. Right. But then do you mean that Doncic would play for Dallas? Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. And, then, or, and then they would play against Real Madrid from the EuroLeague, and okay. they would play against... the teams that are already established in other countries. Right, so like, have like the Aust- they have an Australian professional league. Oh, so, I see. But that so even team. if Doncic, let's just say, plays against the team that he originates from, he by... was on Real Madrid as yeah. Kid, you know? So and he was signed at thirteen, and then he was there until he got drafted. So he would play for Dallas, not Real Madrid. No, yeah. of course not. He's not on Real Madrid. Uh, He's I on see. the Mavericks I now. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. That might that might be conf- conflict. Anytime you, anytime you go, it's working in soccer. Concacaf is doing it now. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of man, a lot of money in soccer. And, well, money, and, and FIBA, <laughs> yeah, a lot of money in the NBA. FIBA too. and the NBA wants that money, that international money. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They just want that money. They're sure working on it. I'll uh, probably have it eventually. The only other bet that I thought of, of looking into yeah, was um, you can do an over under um, like some just like for the dunk contest. You can do over under. Uh, Perfect scores over under f- how many how many fifties are going to be? Oh, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Last year, I think there were five. They give out. They're quick to give out the tens. Yeah, yeah. They, they get excited. They get right up. In, in the first round, they have like two dunks or three dunks a piece now. Yeah. So mm-hmm. last year there was five. I think the line that I saw today, it's not like a locked in thing necessarily. I just was reading some articles, researching. Um, I think I saw four and a half, which I think is pretty reasonable to get. You get, you get five fifties. Mm-hmm. I think that's a pretty reasonable bet. Yeah. This is a side kind of fun prop bet. Um, is I would like to find a note for the dunk contest and over under missed dunks. 
Uh, there's usually a lot. There's usually a lot. Yeah, I mean, you could. I mean, what would you set the line at? What do you think? We don't have don't that info. I have yet, no but. idea, but I would take the over. Whatever you set the line at. I would say like a probably a five or six, something like that. If I'm not sure the format exactly, I'm pretty sure they do three dunks piece in the first round. Yeah. So you get that's twelve dunks, and they're trying different shit, you know. So like, to miss a dunk isn't like a. Is like a big deal at all because they don't even get scored yeah, on. They they just do scored it again. That's why I think there's there's they're they're willing to gamble and miss one, you know, so yeah, the yeah. number mm-hmm. could go up. You know? Also, same same relates to the fifties. Also, if they're willing to do one and miss one, mm-hmm. and they try to get to get it right, it's awesome. Then they might get the fifty score, you know. Right, right. I do we on normal broadcast? Do we see all of those dunks usually? Oh, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah. They show yeah. each player individually. Individually, yeah. I got you. I they got used you. to do the thing where they did the, the split screen and they were dunking against each other, like a, like yeah. a tournament format. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they have one guy on one side of the court, one guy on the other side of the court, right. and sometimes you might miss a dunk here or there. I thought there were some years where, you know, you just heard what they got and they didn't show them all. I, I, I thought I, I could be wrong, but not anymore. Now not that anymore. content is just valuable. Yeah, you know, there's yeah. so many TV channels, the so dunk contest, so many guys. Like just mm-hmm. a, it, they just put on. They just try to make it a showcase, no doubt. Real quick, best um, dunk contest done for you. Ooh. Oh man, there's been the, so many good. The ones. Vince Carter like the reverse three sixty thing in, was really cool. Arm in the uh, that was uh, pretty much Vince Carter that whole time that he just dominated yeah. the dunk contest. Yeah. Everything that Vince did that was awesome. Yeah. Blake Griffin going over the Kia, I loved that yeah. dunk. I loved that dunk. Yeah. Um, I like a nice like uh, branding opportunity. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. Like I thought yeah. that was smart. Uh, you know what? When it was like kind of weird, uh, Brent Berry dunking from the free throw line was yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. And he, and he had the tracksuit on still. Yeah, he didn't take his warmups off. He just <laughs> who who put the sticker on the backboard? It was Howard, I think. Dwight, Dwight Howard. Yeah, yeah. That's right. That yeah. was a good one. What and about I, you? I, what was your favorite? You know, for me, it's kind of old school, <laughs> but I think Dr. The, J Windmill. I, uh, <laughs> I think the Dominique Wilkins yeah, yeah. back with I mean how many how many times have you seen people get that full what is that reverse pike mm-hmm. with the uh, legs been. completely extended oh, yeah. and then come back that I mean, was great wow, so I mean, the, those is, I was like probably three or four when he did that yeah. 88, 89 was yeah, like yeah, was, yeah. so I don't really remember but I watched those old ones yeah. and like that that dude's amazing yeah, yeah. he was yeah, just athletically amazing. and then the only reason I the only other one and, and the only reason I say it is because it was kind of like you know, it, the the suspense had built up and everything, and then Jordan took off from the free throw. It was just kind of like you know, because when I saw it, I was like, okay, and then everybody went crazy. I'm like, oh well, you know, kind yeah. of, because no, you know, he took off from the free throw. I got it. And yeah, nobody, nobody really seen that before. Yeah, yet, yeah, you know? yeah. While we're talking about dunks I've never seen before, did you guys see the BYU Cougar getting thrown from the three point line? No. no. Oh my God! I gotta, I gotta, I gotta show you guys this video. I gotta show you guys this video. Um, from the video. Yeah, I gotta show you this video. I, I mean, like somebody you. threw him. I gotta show you this video. The spud web. We'll spud catch. Web's we'll literally, web. cool we'll literally catch your reaction to this dumb on on the microphone. Right. All right. Hold on. Alrighty. Hold on. Let me scroll down. Do do do. All right. I'm curious. All right. Ready? Look at the guys. Holy cow. Beyond NBA 3. 
The alley oh, That is pretty cool. That oh. is awesome. Boom! Oh that's in super slow mo. Yeah. I mean, yeah, what was that? Three guys that did that? I think it was four. <laughs> four guys in the Cougar flight jumping off their hands. Yeah, I'm exactly. surprised that they made it 24 feet. Yeah, yeah. That's a incredible. long ways. Incredible. That's incredible. <laughs> that was great. All right, one last question. Any other, is there anything we missed? Is there anything else in the game that we, that you, you any spots, anything that we should be concerned about? Oh, I mean, you can, do we care about the celebrity game with Mike, with Mike Wilbon's what, team against Sam, Steph, Stephen A. What, what Stephen about A's the teams? What's that? The MVP? No, LeBron's team against uh, who's oh, going to win? Team. Yeah, okay, yeah. all right. We, we talked <laughs> about that. We don't know what the spread if is. If it's a big enough spread, I would maybe take the other side. If, we'll it's, the 13, if it's 13, I might, I might take the honors, yeah. But, yeah. but if it's 7.5 or 9.5, I'm, I'm taking LeBron's team on that one. The MVP. All-star game MVP. Yeah, I, who knows? Uh, I mean, I'm gonna go with the the the, the pick of the the obvious pick is LeBron because it's easy. To I could see that. I could see a Laker winning mm-hmm. too because of the or it's maybe Chicago. A, 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 but nobody AD. from Chicago's on it, huh? No, no. Uh, a, AD. I mean, AD might be a man. I'll tell shot. you what. It's a short drive to Milwaukee. Maybe Giannis. Maybe, maybe Giannis maybe. puts on a show. Yeah. Maybe um, that's a hard bet every year because yeah. like you don't know how many minutes all the players are gonna play. True. You don't. Right. You just don't really know what's gonna happen. Right. And you don't, you don't know in the last five minutes if it's close, and they start playing defense, and then maybe Johnson's team has a chance. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's let's get Tyler on the phone. Okay. All right. All right. So we start every episode with the same question. Let's end with a new question. You know what I mean? That's right. So Tyler, welcome. Yes, sir. And fire away. What is the question? Sounds good. Today, we've got a question from Rock Payson, uh, sorry, Rock from Payson, Utah. He says, I am setting up my first Spanish cedar humidor. How do you tell when it's properly seasoned and you can start adding sticks? That's a good question. Um, A lot of people, they will purchase a lot of cigars, great cigars, and they'll come in and they'll say, my cigars are cracking. I can't keep them at this, you know. I, I mean, if you're in um, Miami, Florida, maybe that's not a big problem. But right. like uh, Utah, yeah. Denver, or any place that gets four seasons, that kind of becomes a little bit of an issue, right? Yeah. So there's a couple of different approaches. Um, first of all, the Spanish cedar is uh, in the humidor to help with the aging process, yeah. right? It does have some properties that help with aging the cigars however if you buy a humidor um it's not ready to start storing cigars right so what has to happen is that cedar will draw humidification out of the um the area in the humidor so what you have to do is you have to create a humidified barrier inside of the cedar um, so that it doesn't fight the cigars for humidification. So there's a couple of different ways of doing that. One is um, you can take a clean sponge, you can take some distilled water, and all that raw cedar that you see on the inside of the humidor, uh, you can dab that with uh, distilled water. Uh, make sure you don't want to make puddles, but you want to make sure it's nice and damp. And then for good measure, 
uh, maybe sit the sponge in the humidor, maybe on a small baggie or something, so it's not in direct contact with the cedar, and then close it. You close it, and let's just say you hit six, um, and you close it, and you do that, and you close it. Well, the next day, you do the exact same thing. And the next day, you do the exact same thing. After you take uh, the sponge or you, you finish on that third day going uh, into the fourth day, and you open it, now it's ready. Now it ha it's holding humidification in the humidor, okay? okay. And um, another thing, another tip, is that based on the size of your humidor, you want to keep the um, humidor at least half full, okay? Of cigars. Of cigars. <clears throat> you want to keep it half full with cigars. So come um, by Capital Cigars at 919 Pick up East some cigars, right? Right? <laughs> yeah, And somebody says, you know, hey, someone bought me a 120-count humidor, and I can't, you know, I mean, I, I, I bought 30 $20-plus cigars, you know, um, I still got another 30 cigars. That's a lot of money. Yeah. How do I do that? Well, mm -hmm. there's certain cigars you can get... Uh, um, um, bundle cigars, band cigars, things like that to put in the humidor, and you and you leave those cigars in there. What happens is when you put the good cigars in there, after a while, they blend, and some of those um, cigars that are lower cost or lower price, a year from now, they start tasting a lot better because they blended with oh, the good cigars, right? Really? Okay. Yeah. So um, you do that. There's a lot of different things. You can uh, distill uh, uh, water. You can use... Uh, Propoglycol. You can use um, the uh, little beads, crystals, as they say. Um, there's a lot of different devices that you can use in order to keep humidification going in your humidor. Uh, one, the second option is pretty straightforward. Bovita offers a solution where you purchase two, uh, decided depending on the size, but usually it's two 84 percent. Um, humidification packs. The bigger size, the sixty-seven gram ones. No, uh, no not the, not the. Well, yeah, the the, not the little size. small, not right. the little small one. Right. But they also make like a three hundred and twenty gram. One. Oh wow! A I've never really seen big one. That yeah. Big. Wow. yeah, you don't need that. But uh, yeah, the the normal one that comes in the clear package. Mm -hmm. You take those, you put them in the humidor, and you close that humidor, and you do not open that humidor for two weeks for no reason. Do not open it. After two okay. weeks, you op you open it, take out the Bovita packs, and you get the same result. As far as pre pre treating, pre treating. Okay. And yep. so, does the aging process does oh, the okay. aging process help with the smoothness of the smoke? Does it add to the flavor? Are these all factors? Well, the cedar does that, but what it does do is what it will what it will do is it will um, the eight the seasoning process will take care of the cedar at this point the seasoning process is strictly for the cedar the cedar is going to help with the taste of the cigars right. but the seasoning will make sure that the cedar doesn't keep fighting for humidification because it's like oh i mean <clears throat> you're surrounding um these these handmade cigars with dry cedar and yeah. then saying i'm going to humidify them you'd probably be better putting them in a tupperware you know where there's nothing fighting 
the you know for humidification. Yeah. But when you sure. put it in a dry humidor that hasn't been seasoned, you're gonna yeah. Depending on where you are in yeah, the world, you're up, yeah, you're, you're gonna be fighting. You know, I mean, a lot of times, like I said, if you're in Florida. Um, not a big deal. You have a humidor to hold your cigars, not necessarily for humidification. Right. Because they have sure. plenty of humidification. It's important to keep them um, well, like in, in a proper storage of your cigars is key, though. Not so much about the, a little bit with development of flavor and everything, mm -hmm. but really it's about keeping structure, uh, you know, keeping the cigar like like perfect and easy to smoke and not yeah. let it dry up and get mm -hmm. cracked yeah yeah a lot of things that happen if it's not kept well your cigars will tunnel which means they'll burn down one side yep. the inside uh structure of how the cigar was rolled will collapse which means it'll draw real hard um and then ultimately uh the outer wrapper which is in some cases quite delicate will start to crack so all of those uh and indirectly does aid to the enjoyment of the cigar. Yeah. And is there an ideal humidity you want to be holding your cigars at? You know, I keep, um, I have nine humidors and I keep them all right at 70, 69, 70%. Yeah. However, um, I've heard people say, oh no, I want to keep them closer to 65%. Some people say 70 just above 72 percent um as long as you're not over humidifying and over humidifying the cigars like pouring a pitcher of water in there and closing it you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah sure should be, you should be you know okay there uh within that range so it's uh and a lot of people you know there's there's i have actually talked to people that say that they like their cigars a little dry because mm -hmm. Just a little dry. Do they, ever, do they ever give a reason for that? They say that they burn better. Um, I find they burn a little faster. A, a little faster. Yeah. There's a lot of different reasoning and oh. thoughts. People don't like a, some people don't like a, a, a kind of a, a cigar that has a little give to it and all that. They, I like it just, just a touch squishy. Like, yeah. not for nothing, this Lazar is, is like perfect in, yeah. in my hand. You know what I mean? It's very comfortable. And you want to know why? Why? That's because the 600 square foot um, humidor that we have here at Capital Cigars is kept at a cool 70, oh, I would say somewhere around 78 degrees and exactly at 69% humidity. It's, this, mm. it's the best humidor in Colorado for a reason. <laughs> Correct. All right. Well, thanks, so, guys. That's uh, got some great information there. Yeah, man. Thank you very much. And thank you to Rock in Utah for the question. And if anybody else has any questions for us, the email address to use is ask at betyourash.com. That's right, guys. Keep them coming. That was really cool. I like I like when Tyler calls in with questions. Yeah. And uh, I like talking about basketball and I like making money. So let's keep doing that. And uh, what do you think of this? Uh, the Lazar cigar? I like it. I mean, it's uh, it's a good cigar. I, I mean, price point, I think it puts it more into a celebratorial type category um, as far as cigars are concerned. I mean, uh, it's it's definitely in the higher range cigars. But for other cigars that are priced around this cigar, 
I think it's a great cigar. And you know that you're smoking a cigar that the wrapper on the cigar is... I mean, you're not going to find another wrapper like this. It's gorgeous portrait. Like, it's a real... Yeah. Caldwell, in general, has really good tag art mm -hmm. and, like, branding art. It really looks nice. I like this cigar a lot. There's a... There's a lot of flavor to it, but it's not um, spicy or anything like that. Like it's a, it's mild, but mm -hmm. but there's a whole lot going on in it. Maybe medium, but like there's a whole lot going on with it. It's complex. Um, it's a good cigar. There's a little bit of leatheriness to it, not much, but it's a. Uh, I dig it. I could definitely smoke more of these. I probably can't afford to smoke more of these, but I, I, I have to well, enjoy it. Well, they come in a box of ten, so I, and that's probably for a reason for when. You know, box sales when people uh, actually sell, you know, an entire box. Yeah, it's a lot more. Um, it's a lot more affordable right. in ten count than it is in twenty count. Right. Well, lots of props to us at the Caldwell Cigars because this is a good one. And Robert Caldwell. Yeah. Um, sixty-seven. This is episode sixty-seven. According to Bleacher Report. The best guy to ever wear 67 is a lineman for the Miami Dolphins named Rob Kuchenberg. I'm probably Kuchenberg. I'm probably mispronouncing that, but he was a, a lineman on offensive lineman on that um, undefeated team, bunch of Pro Bowls, bunch of All Pros, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So uh, big up to Rob Kuchenberg, <laughs> and uh, big up to Tyler. For calling and helping us out, big up to, to Rock from Utah for submitting the question of the week. I hope everybody sends more questions and makes it hard for Tyler to pick out a question every week. That, that's the goal. Ask at BetYourAsh.com. And uh, you can also always get at us on um, Instagram or Facebook or Twitter. It's at BetYourAshPod. And am I forgetting anything? And we're also on just about all... Oh, yeah, all the streaming services. All the streaming services. Yeah, follow us. Give us five stars. That's really, really beneficial. You're like, if you can support us in any way, that's mm -hmm. that, That's free. Go do it, please, because right. that's really, really good for us. Five stars. It doesn't matter what you write in the comment section. Just write mm -hmm. something. Hey, got a little joke on this. Next episode is number 68. And do you know why there's no number seven in the number 68? I just made this joke up. Why? <laughs> Because six, eight, seven. Boom, boom. That's free. <laughs> That's a free one. Free one, free one. <laughs> if we're doing bad jokes, I mean, I got a couple of those. Hey, I just made that up. Hey, here you go. I got a three-year-old. I got to keep her entertained, you know? You know what? I'll give you a joke for your, for your, for your kid. Uh, okay. Where, where, did, where, did, where did Captain Hook buy his hook from? Where? The second-hand store. Oh, boom, boom. boom. Yeah. And on that note, we'll on talk to note. you guys later. Yeah, exactly. Enjoy the All-Star <laughs> game. We'll talk to you afterwards. Exactly. Boost Mobile tiene una gran oferta para que aproveches tu reembolso de impuestos al máximo y te mantengas conectado. Al cambiarte a Boost, recibe un 50% de descuento en tu primer mes de datos ilimitados. O, con un plan ilimitado de 40 dólares, llévate un Samsung Galaxy A15 5G por $39.99. Obtén los mejores teléfonos en las redes 5G más grandes del país. Con Boost Mobile, cambiarse es fácil. Solo visita BoostMobile.com. Boost Mobile, sin miedo al éxito. Para clientes nuevos y solamente en línea, requiere Arupay. 50% de descuento en el primer mes requiere un plan de $25 al mes. Aplican otras restricciones. Visita BoostMobile.com. Punto com para detalles.